from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. We're at 3,000 subscribers on YouTube. Let's go. That means the Forbidden Glizzy is now in the wild. If you go to our YouTube page, we got a YouTube short of me going to Costco constructing a Forbidden Glizzy food hack. That is a Kirkland dog stuffed inside a chicken bake. All for the low, low price of six bucks. Got a soda with that. Found a drink with that. Shout out to Video Joe. <laughs> Truly his best work. <laughs> so, yeah. It's out there. Thanks to everybody who... Is Randy Savage coming to the ring? Uh, no. Yeah. No. No. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, we're at 3,000 now. We do this for Miss Elizabeth. We now have time to think about the next thing I'll do. Okay. When we get to 4,000 subscribers. Oh. Uh, from Bennett on Twitter, I'm just hoping this means I can stop hearing the word glizzy every time I tune in. Okay. That's fine. That's fair. That's fair. Hey, you did what you had to do. We do what you got to do for the content and getting it to 3,000 subscribers, all right? Anyway, that's on our YouTube page. You too could be inspired to stick a Kirkland dog in a chicken bake and eat it with a soda for six bucks. Let's answer some Hey Joe questions. Brought to you by Oak City Sports Cards, oakcitycards.com. First question comes from Mark. Hey, Joe, are the Tar Heels back? (laughs) I say yes. I said yes with Virginia win, but. You are so easily impressed sometimes. Look. It's funny. Pete Nance, to me, Mm -hmm. was a weak link. Last two games. He's turned into Brady Manic. Two games. Two games. I'm just, I get it, but you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. By the way, I said that Carolina, Dennis went back and looked. On February 8th, I said it was a wrap for the Tar Heels. And that was coming off an embarrassment against Wake Forest where they had to do the whole team okay. meeting thing and post pictures. They're like, oh, we're all having a great time. Of course, they were straight up not having a great time because they followed that up with a couple more losses. So, anyway. I am still in, let's see them do it again. Let's keep seeing these stacks of potential wins. And last night, man, last night was a weird night, man. Weird night for the Tar Yeah, but they won. Yeah. And they did it without Baycott, basically. That's good. That's good. Pretty rare for this team. Let's see what happens on Saturday against Duke. I'm still in prove-it mode when it comes to the Tar I think they'll win Saturday. I think we're so... I'm to the point where maybe we won't be seeing a sweatshirt. On Saturday. No, I'll be at the game on Saturday. So, do you have money on this? No, or something? I, I don't. But I'm I'm sitting here thinking if I don't wear the sweatshirt, maybe they'll win. Okay, we'll see what happens. Okay, you want them to win is what you're telling me. I think so. Yeah, yeah. you want them to win, <laughs> and I think that's that's the part that's kind of amusing me here. It's like you suddenly going like, ooh, like did you have a ticket on Carolina? No, was it, aware it, it was of a, it was a Virginia ticket. Okay, that they ruined. Well, yeah, they did ruin it. They did ruin it. So far, when it comes to the Tar Heels, they're just like everybody else in the ACC right now. They're yeah. okay, and if you well, look they at have the, their moments. They have their moments, like every other team yeah. in the ACC. But that's not what this year is about. So, when you're getting excited about the Tar Heels, what are you getting excited about exactly? Yeah, but the tournament is about to start. Yeah, and there is a reset there, and I think they've they did a good job with it okay. last year, and I think they have the potential to do that this year. We'll see how strong their bracket luck will be. Like I said, whoever gets Purdue is going to be really, really excited. I'm telling you. 
Fair enough. Next up. I got a proposition for you. From Tar Heel Tune-Up. Hey, Joe, how much do the Wild Wolves of NC State have to worry about missing the tournament if they lose to Duke and then in their first game of the ACC tournament? They will not make the NCAA tournament if that happens. Yeah. Straight up. And it's entirely possible. It's on the table. It's in play. Um... I, I do think they'll win their first game in Greensboro. I actually think they can win the whole thing in Greensboro. I actually think they... If you made me pick a team right now to win in Greensboro... Mm-hmm. Here's how I think Greensboro goes. Someone's going to be on the opposite side of the of Miami in the bracket. I think Miami gets there. Okay. And whatever local team is opposite of Miami is going to be in the final against Miami. That that's that'll be That's my pick right now. But who, the local team who does play Miami is going to get knocked out by Miami. I don't care if it's Duke. I don't care if it's State or Carolina. They're getting knocked out by Miami. Yeah, the only the, – the, and we talked about this a little bit yesterday, and we'll, we'll see it tonight against Duke. My only concern with NC State is defense because consistent – Yeah, they did not play any against On Boston. the defense, they didn't play any against the Tigers. That would be my only concern. And this is not a one-off thing. They, they kind of play defense in fits and spurts. Correct. And as you know – Teams that are going to go far in the NCAA tournament have to be consistent with it, especially if your shots are not going to be falling the way that they weren't. Yeah, I mean, there's Clemson. two ways to win. We saw this. Remember last year with St. Pete and Kentucky. You yep. never would have talked me into St. Pete winning those games, but they got hot from three. They mm-hmm. won them. They were in the Sweet 16, and this is how the world works. And like, and how about that? Bracket luck. They suddenly That's part of it. stopped shooting the three. And they, But you know what? Um I mean, I don't know if that was a Carolina reference or not, but, but yeah, it was. beating UCLA last year, that was a that was a good game. Mm-hmm. No one's talking about UCLA this year, or very very few people compared to, say, Houston or Purdue sure, or sure. some of the other favorites right now. Alabama would be another. Uh, UCLA actually might be the best team in the country. They might be. Uh, now, I have a ticket on UCLA. It's probably not great for them, but I will say I, I feel pretty good about where UCLA is right now. Next up. How you doing? From Mac. Hey, Joe, is it true that Dusan Mahorchich and Jack Clark might be able to play for the Wolfpack next season? Uh, Jack Clark can do some horse that's out of eligibility unless he got some sort of unless he would get a medical seventh year red shirt, which I don't see happening. He played in too many games this year, but Jack Clark has an extra year of eligibility. Yes. Mm-hmm. So does DJ Burns. Yeah, where's, what's he going to do? Probably try to make money. The money that's going to Traquavion Smith this year, you would go back to DJ Burns, pay to DJ Burns next year. In theory, if you have theory. it, got to have it. Makes sense. You're saying they won't. I'm saying just because you spent roughly about a half a million dollars this year on the roster doesn't mean you have a half a million dollars to spend next year. Makes sense. Next up. Whoa. From Hank. Hey, Joe, what's your allergy cocktail of choice? <laughs> oh, Ben and Drill. Yeah, man. I was but not- you, you, once I take it. Is it sleepy it's time? Out. Yeah. It's over. Yeah, you got to find something else. That's that a little daytime bit. Yeah, you got to get something no. that's sustainable during the day, dude. No, I, I no, I legitimately have to take it for ant bites. No, we're, we're talking about the stuff that ex- with the pollen and everything oh, else that's oh, happening oh, right oh, now. Oh, oh, Not, oh, no, you're the expert on that. I mean, I don't know if I'm an, if I'm an expert. I'm just saying, dude. Look, all I know is that when I love your wife so much that you were allergic to the cats that lived in your house your entire adult life. Yeah. So, yes, you are an unqualified expert on allergies. That's fair. So, I walked out to the car this morning to take the kids to school, and there's already pollen on the car. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's February still. This should not—I should expect this stuff when I come back from the ACC tournament. 
right not and now the, and the bradford pears are also oh, out dude, already. everything everything is uh everything is blooming no so I, like i went for a run this morning and i made the mistake of not taking eye drops so i got back and it's my i'm just my eyes are just scratchy as hell because of all the pollen that's floating into my eyeballs so yeah typically it's claritin in the morning got to take those eye drops and then flonase at night yeah what's the green the green shooter that's yeah me. that's flonase and then Shooter. <laughs> the green shooter. You got me on the green the shooter green last year. Shooter. Yeah. So the the flonase comes in handy. Now the one thing that I'm considering this spring is the 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 whatever that because I have a neti pot, the squeeze bottle, to run it through. But what's the thing on the ACC network? Oh, um, it's like the it's like the navage 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 navage. That's a machine that you just shove into your nostrils. And that thing will just get all the snot running out and putting it in, you know, all that stuff. I'm considering it. I am considering it. But right now, my squeeze bottle is is doing the work. All right, next up. Yeah! From Brian. Hey, Joe, today is Mark Emmert's last day as NCAA president. <laughs> what is his greatest accomplishment? Uh, oof. Yeah, what, 12 years as the NCAA president. I'm guessing his greatest accomplishment is being so bad at his job that it turned the entire sentiment against amateur athletics against the NCAA. Like, think about that. The NCAA he, was yeah. working a con, and he's so bad at it that he managed to change sentiment. I was going to say, he inspired Brett Kavanaugh, who I don't think anyone would confuse for a scholar, no. to come up with like a seminal argument against the NCAA. and. Quite frankly, I, I wish I could write something that's scathing for the rest of my life or at any point in my life. Mm -hmm. So, impressive. Very impressive. So now they got Charlie Baker. He's the new NCAA president. His job, uh, he's a former governor. His job is going to be working Please. working Capitol Hill Please. to try and get Let's keep uh, fighting, help. even though the Supreme Court said... Yes, that's usually how it works, guys. Yep. Yeah. They're mm -hmm. going to keep fighting. <laughs> Not only are they still fighting based on what the Supreme Court told them, they're also fighting the, I forgot what circuit court we're in right now, but it's essentially over whether or not student athletes should be paid by the universities. Are they actually employees? And based on early returns, those arguments were not really going in the NCAA's favor. Anytime they fight it, they get beat back down by judges. So at some point, you might as well just have to adapt. But yeah, congratulations to Mark Emmert. You, you you managed to you managed to get people to not like the NCAA, and you can thank him for the changes. Not because he enacted those changes, just that he was so bad at it. Sat idly by, collected a three million dollar a year paycheck, and yes. here we are. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. 
For the ones who get it done. So NC State goes to Duke tonight. Last time we saw the Blue Devils and the Wolfpack, it was at PNC Arena in January. And we've seen it before between Duke and NC State at PNC Arena. They ran them out. You know, NC State beating Duke at home is not a new phenomenon. It happens a lot here in the modern era. It's the other way around that proves problematic for NC State. Anytime they go to Cameron, uh, even the one they did win doesn't count anymore. Shout out to Dennis Smith Jr. in the dunk, right? Doesn't count. Does not count. So we'll see what happens tonight. This is a different Duke team that what NC State saw back in January. Scott Wood, former NC State player, pack of Wolves Collective with uh, Pack Therapy, uh, which he co-hosts with Joe Giglio, joins us now on the Heaser Automotive Group Hotline. Scott, what's going on, man? Not much. I, I will admit that it's a little bit fuzzy, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try and make out the best I can with whatever you say. Oh, he's he's got his uh, AAU team. He's been practicing that he's got. What is the name of them again, Scott? The Scottwood Elite. Uh, Scottwood Elite. Yep, I, I was able to make a SW15 and add an H and call it Swish Elite. So I was <laughs> I was lucky that uh, my parents named me Scott. I guess. Oh well, yeah, that, that works out. That works out. Okay, so why doesn't it work out for the Wolfpack at Cameron Indoor Stadium? Well, they're definitely going to need some things to go their way. I think the the main thing is. You know, DJ Burns has to stay out of foul trouble. Um, I think just from a from a half court offensive standpoint, I think they just get much better shots uh, when they're able to give it to him down low, and then he can kind of dictate if there's a double team to you know get other people involved. And if they don't double team, he's kind of able to bang his way in. Um, I think that's just kind of the big thing for me, especially in this game. Is um, you know, I think last game too. I think Clemson got them in the half court quite a bit. And we just had to take a lot of tough shots. Um, and when you're taking tough shots and the other team's getting some good looks, it's just it's just hard to win games. So uh, I think that half-court offense is going to be a big, big piece for me today. Scott Wood joining us here on the OG. That's Joe Obvious. I'm Joe Giglio. All right, Scott, uh, no one in the studio here has played at Cameron Indoor Stadium. You have – Duke has been very good at home this year. Do you think they still have the best home court advantage in the ACC? good question that's a good question it's been a long time since i've been there now i can tell you from experience um you know there's a couple games that come to mind um uh the the bad memory of them coming back on me uh is the first one and they came back and i'm standing next to lorenzo and i literally couldn't hear anything that was being said Hmm. um so it's one of those things that especially when they need a run, their fans are getting into it. Um, and it's a lot of fun to play in, but it's also really loud. In that game you're referring, uh, you're, you were up 20, and they ended up winning by five. C.J. Williams, Richard Howell, and C.J. Leslie all fouled out in that game. <laughs> yeah, that's that home court advantage. I mean, that kind of comes with it, I guess. Uh, I wish I'd have got that at PNC a little bit more, but, you know, it's just one of those things that we, we hopped up tw- hopped up 20, uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, I, I can't hear anything Lorenzo's saying. And I think what I told him, I'm not allowed to say on air, but I said, I don't have a good freaking feeling uh, about this. <laughs> as soon as I started, uh, you know, hearing the crowd get into it. Scott Wood joining us here on the OG. Pack Therapy is the podcast with Joe Giglio. And he's joining us on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. All right, about about the officiating. Um, yeah, it's it's easy for me to to say this 
where I sit, whether it's on press row or watching on TV, I'm not playing the game. And I, and I've made this point in the past, like if you know the refs are going to suck for lack of a better term. And I know officiating has been a big storyline this season for a lot of people. If you know, they're not going to be good. You as a player understand that too, right? So how do you, do you even care? Do you process it? Do you understand what you're getting into going into the game? How does that work for you? You know, that's just kind of one of the hard parts about it. You know, I, I basically told myself going into it, you know, nothing I say to that official is going to change a call or anything like that. But at the same time, you get caught up in the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're emotionally and physically invested in this game. And when things aren't going your way, it is hard to bundle up all that frustration. Um, especially when you're on the road, hostile environment, and a couple calls ain't going your way. Uh, but the nice part, I think, even with this NC State team, is they've got a bunch of veterans that kind of understand, hey, things aren't going to go our way at times, so, you know, we got to keep grinding. Um, you know, it's, it, it is a little frustrating. Uh Especially the last Clemson game. I feel like as a fan, I haven't gotten into it much. But last last game, I was getting a little bit ugly towards the officiating. So, <laughs> you know, they have a really hard job. Um, and it's not easy for them. But at the same time, it is hard for somebody that's prepared all week for a team. And then you get in the game and a couple calls aren't going your way. Uh, and it can have a, you know, change the outcome of a game. You were in the building the last time uh, an NC State great was thrown out of PNC Arena, so please don't do that um, if you can avoid that. That would be great, although it would be good for pack therapy, that's for sure. Scott Wood joining us here, Wolfpack, great. All right, uh, Scott, what is it about this NC State group? They haven't lost consecutive games all year. They seem to have a an ability to kind of you know flush and forget the last thing that happened to them and, and, and bounce back. What is it about this group that allows them to do that, do you think? I think, honestly, I mean, I think the, the first thing that comes to mind is Jarkel Joyner. Uh, I just think they have an elite point guard that has a huge, huge, you know, leadership role that guys look to him. I think he also sets the tone from a defensive standpoint. Him and Casey Marcel, Garden, the guards, they set the tone. So, you know, you know, last year, if we weren't making shots, weren't going to win this year I feel like if we're not making shots I feel like from a defensive standpoint they still keep us in game and I just think they're a lot more mentally tough along with that leadership along with you know bringing in some new staff and and with that that Kevin's brought in I think it just makes them that much stronger of a core so you know they're a lot of fun to watch and, and it's one of those things that in the past other teams start to go on a run and you're like okay this one might be over mm-hmm. but this year it has a really different feel that they can always come back at any time and they're not going to give up. Scott Wood joining us here on the OG. Pack Therapy is the podcast. Does that with Joe Giglio. He's on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. All right, we'll we'll, we'll close on this because it's been a, a large talking point about the ACC and how good it may or may not be. But teams do improve over the course of the season. So I know John Shires talked about it with Duke, that this is not even the same Duke team that saw NC State at PNC Arena back in January. As a player, do you do you recognize those things? Do you see those things? How does that development work? Um, your question kind of went in and out, but I think it was kind of on the, the ever-changing ACC and how playing a first time is a little bit different yes. than yes. the second time. Because that, um, that, that team that they saw at PNC Arena is not the team that they're going to see tonight at Cameron Indoor Stadium. I mean, it's healthier, okay. and, they, and they're, they, they've been stacking some wins. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the hardest part, too, is anytime you see a team the second time, it's hard to win. And then you get in the ACC tournament, and it's even harder to do it a third time. Um, you know, I think, honestly, if anything, it'll benefit State a little bit more because 
Duke's going to show them something completely different that they haven't seen. So if for some reason we do match up against them in the ACC tournament, I feel like all the cards are already on the table. So it's definitely going to be an interesting matchup. I, I agree 100%. This is not the same Duke team um, as, as any team that we're going to play because, we, you know, you've already seen what they're capable of mm-hmm. and there's going to be changes made. So it, it's kind of a matter of whether in that first half, seeing the type of changes that they're doing, seeing the new guys that didn't play before, and trying to capitalize in the second half. Scott Wood, Pack Therapy with Joe Giglio. Hey, man, we appreciate it. Uh, get, get back to the AAU thing. We'll talk to you later, man. All right, you guys take care. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.